I'm your host, Jen Wingerter, and this is From the Hawk's Nest. My guest today is Darren Lillard, a 2015 graduate of QU. In this episode, we will talk with Darren about what he's been doing since graduation. Thanks, Darren, for joining us today. Oh, absolutely. So let's start at the beginning. Why did you choose to attend QU? Uh, I chose to uh, attend QU because I had a um, representative from the university visit our high school, and uh, she told me that my grades and my ACT score were good enough to get in, so I gave it the old college try. Yeah. <laughs> you majored in saxophone performance and music education while you were at QU. Were you always a music major? Uh, I, I was not. Uh, I initially came in as a political science major um, with Dr. Postleone, shout out. Um, and as I developed as a student here, I had a lot of um, upperclassmen musicians tell me that I you know, they encouraged me to, to do music. And um, some things happened where uh, Dr. Postleone's health kind of deteriorated and he wasn't able to continue um, teaching here. And I was like, well, if that man's out, then I'm out. So I switched to music at that point and here I am today. Um, so what do you love about QU? Uh, well, there's a lot of things. The, the biggest thing, and I will um, stand by this, is I, I've been to college at every level of school. Uh, at this point, and there are s the connections that I made with the teachers here are still prevalent. Um, this still the only teachers that constantly make sure that I'm doing okay. Um, they check in every semester, and not just the teachers in the music department; it's the teachers in the education department as well. And uh, I really appreciate that because sometimes when you've been in school as long as I am, you need you need people to believe in you, and it's very nice to have that from this school. That's awesome. Um, what are some of your favorite memories? Um, wow. Uh, favorite memories? Well, meeting my wife. Uh, that has to be at the top of the list, obviously. Um, the Just the, the opportunities to play um, professionally within the community. Um, that's something that the school is really good at, is giving you opportunities to go out in public and get experience performing. Um, and being a performance major, that's pretty big because yeah. um, you don't realize how much practice you need performing. Um, and I, that, that goes with athletes too. You know, you need practice being in the performance because practicing is very different. Um, it's very much a yourself thing, but when yeah. you're put in front of people, you know, the pressure's on, you, mm -hmm. you can't make mistakes then. <laughs> so that that's something I really enjoyed about the school. Can you share with us a little bit more about what you've been doing since you graduated from QU? Yeah, I graduated from QU and I, I got offered to go to Western uh, Illinois University for a master's degree. And uh, I attended Western, which is quite a bit bigger than QU's. Yeah. So was a little bit different for me. Um, and so I completed my my master's uh, in tw 2018, I think. And um, then I got offered a fellowship um, at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln uh, with one of the best saxophone teachers, saxophone teachers in the world. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, hey, if he's offering me money to go and learn, I <laughs> maybe I should do that. And so now I'm... Um, entering my last semester of my doctoral degree wow. at University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Well, that's exciting. You see the, the end in sight. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so what is involved in being a part of the fellowship? Um, with the fellowship, basically, uh, I have to uh, maintain academic standards, um, which in grad school is way higher. Mm. Um, I think like 3.8 is what you have to, what I have to maintain. Um, I have to be in... Um, a major ensemble every semester, um, which could be jazz, an ensemble, whatever. Um, and then I have to uh, perform uh, solo recitals 
every okay. semester, which is a lot of work. Yeah. And I just did mine Monday. <laughs> so, oh, so, whew, it's done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it out of the way. How many hours do you practice a day? A day? Um, at least six. Wow. Um, in my master's is 12. It just kind of, at, at this point, it depends on what needs to be done. Sure. Um, I prioritize a lot more. Um, but at this point, it's about six hours a day. Wow. So you're still learning, still developing, still uh, growing. Yeah. There's, always, <laughs> there's always something to learn. Yeah. Let's take a brief break. And when we return, we'll continue our conversation with Darren. This is From the Hawks Fest. The Quincy University Academic Symposium is a showcase for student achievement across our liberal arts curriculum. Each spring, student presenters engage in professional performance and discourse with experts in their field of study, as well as the greater community to disseminate their work. The symposium provides a public forum for academic competition with prizes awarded to a student and their faculty mentor from each department, including graduate studies programs. Visit www.quincy.edu slash academic dash symposium slash to learn more about this exciting event. And welcome back to From the Hawk's Nest, where we are talking with Darren Lillard about um, what he's been doing after graduation. And Darren, um, as you think back on the time you've spent pursuing your degree and now you're working almost done with your doctorate. What is one of the most defining moments in your life? One of my most defining moments I would, I would have to say is um, being featured soloist in orchestra. Um, saxophone for some reason is not an orchestral instrument. Um, so we don't get a lot of opportunities to play with orchestras. Yeah. And uh, I've been asked several times to, to be a featured soloist. And I think you know, stepping out of the realm of saxophone, typical saxophone repertoire, and stepping into a more what musicians consider sophisticated genre, um, I, I think that was pretty defining for me. Well, and how, uh, what a unique um, sound to add to an orchestra. Mm-hmm. That is, I bet that was really cool. Yeah, it was, I enjoyed it a lot. What are you proudest of? Um, I'm proudest uh, Probably being the first person in my family to graduate college mm-hmm. or actually attending college. Um, I mean, there are a lot of things to be proud of, but I, I try, whenever I achieve something, um, I really just try to, you know, remember where I came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it's it's never the end of the road. You know, yeah. an achievement is just a stepping stone to get further. Um, so I really, every time I've achieved something, I try to think of the next step. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a healthy way to to go about it so you don't get the big head mentality. So who's been the biggest influence on your life? Um, well, besides my wife, um, my biggest musical influence would have to be my high school band director. Um, and I, I will give him all the credit in the world. He inspired me at, at a very young age and really coddled my development in music. Um, it's Mr. Robert Dooley. Yeah. Clark County High School, Coca, Missouri. I'll give him the shout out. Um, I mean, without him, I, I would have never been in band. I, I was going to quit band in eighth grade. Wow. And, um, he, he told me to keep going with it and look where I am now. So, yeah. What an inspiration. That's, yeah. that's, that's cool. Did you try other instruments before? Like what led you to the saxophone? Um, that's a funny story too. Uh, I wanted to play, <laughs> I wanted to play percussion because uh, um, <laughs> every boy wants to yeah. hit, beat, on know, beat on a drum. <laughs> and, um, 
we had these um, listening exams uh, when before you get into band, and I guess I scored really high. Ah. And he had encouraged me to to do something that was a pitched instrument. Um, and so I, if I wasn't going to get to play drums, I was going to play the funkiest looking one, yeah, and, I, yeah. and it was a saxophone. And you know, the rest is history, I guess. Do you come from a musical family? Uh, no. <laughs> so you were really surprised. You surprised them all. <laughs> yeah. I, my sister played clarinet a little bit before me, but that was, I mean, she was only a year ahead of me. So yeah. it wasn't that big of a influence from her. It was just, uh, you know, I'm going to stick it to the man. I can't play drums. I'm going to play, I'm going to play saxophone. So. Wow. That's cool. Um, it's neat how you are exposed to something that you, you know, that's new and then it becomes what you do for life. That's, yeah. That's neat. Yeah, it's just, it's all about all about learning, you know, being open to stuff, and uh, you know, because I was receptive mm. in that moment, it led to what I'm doing in my career now, and I think that's very powerful. Yeah, I I do too. I think a lot of us need to remember that. So you are here on campus. Um, it's saxophone day. Why? Did you come back? I mean, you are busy. You just talked about your your own recital that you just completed on Monday. Um, why is it important to come back to your alma mater? Um, I mean, giving back, I mean, what more Franciscan thing is there than giving? Um, and Dr. Dom and I have uh, maintained a very good relationship um, since I graduated. We've collaborated several times. And... Uh, when she told me that there was saxophone day, I was like, is there an opportunity for me to play? I mean, that's another opportunity for me to practice performing. I get to give back. I get to see maybe kids from my own high school that mm-hmm. come. Um, and, uh, you know, you never know when you can change someone's life by by just giving a little extra time. And I think that, I mean, that's what this university stands for. And I think that is a great thing. Yeah. And we appreciate you coming back to do that and to influence these high schools students that um, maybe haven't heard someone play at the caliber that you do play. I mean, that's exciting and inspiring for them. Uh, I I hope so. I have a lot to live up to, but um, I, you know, I hope that maybe uh, me playing today inspires someone to do the same thing and uh, maybe it makes them look at the saxophone or music in a whole different way that they've, they've not thought of it before. And um, you know, what, what cooler way to coddle someone's, education and open them up to things that they haven't seen. So uh, what selections are you playing for them today? Uh, today we we're playing a saxophone clarinet duet, um, which is the first time I've ever done so. Oh, um, wow. So that'll be fun. It's uh, Postcards from Silver Lake. And then I'm also playing a, a short aria by Eugene Boza, um, French music. Okay. Saxophone was made in France, so what better way to celebrate the saxophone than playing something French? Yeah. Before we go, what advice would you give to your fellow alumni? Um, you know, remember where you came from, um, and remember how important teachers were in your life. Um, all of us have gotten here because someone took the time to teach you something. And I think sometimes we forget that, yes, ultimately you did the work, but you were guided there somehow. And you, you have the opportunity to come back and guide the same people that are going through the same thing you went through. Um, and I, encourage everybody to do so. My thanks to Darren for being my guest today. Be sure to tune in next week for a new episode of From the Hawk's Nest. I'm Jen Wingerter, and it's always a great day to be a hawk.